0: So here, time for the special. So for special today, I wanted to share concern, an issue that one of my patients brought last week. So she was feeling very overwhelmed with the decision-making. And she needed to make a decision about if she should move or not move. She felt like she always made bad decisions and she was afraid of making the wrong decision. And so it was really taking away her confidence of making decisions and was making her feel overwhelmed. And so I discussed with her technique and, and that really helped her brought the spark on her face. And she felt really good and she said, yeah, that makes sense. This is going to help me. So I thought I'll share with the audience today. Would you like to learn? I would. Welcome to Happy and Healthy Mind. My name is Dr. Rosina, and over the last 20 years, I have been serving as a medical doctor specializing in psychiatry, a best-selling author, and a transformative speaker. I believe that our mind is the software that runs the hardware of our brain and our body, and therefore, I bring to you practical tips for mental fitness so you can live your best life without burnout and unnecessary suffering. Please consult your healthcare professional for any treatment advice. But if you find this content helpful, then join our mission of eradicating preventable suffering and suicides by liking, subscribing, and sharing so more people can live happier and healthier life. So basically what was happening with this patient was that she she was in between jobs and uh, she had to leave the place uh, that she was living which was rental and and they wanted to sell the place and she needed to get another place so Instead of getting another place in the area, she was thinking, what if I move to another state? Now, if she moves to another state, then, you know, she was overwhelmed with thinking, okay, then I'll have to find another job and, you know, another new doctors and friends and uh, all the setup that she had. So it was a big decision and she was feeling overwhelmed. I said, like, why are you having difficulty? And she said, I made so many bad decisions. I always make bad decisions. I'm not sure if I can make the right decision. And I said, is that true? Why do you think you always make bad decisions? So she said, well, I married the wrong person and I uh, did this and I did that. And so she started counting some of the decisions that caused uh, difficulties in her life. So I said, okay, in your life, you, you know, she's let's say approximately 50 years old. So in 50 years of your life, how many bad decisions have you made? And she said, like, you know, many, many. I said, just kind of give me the percent, you know, how many of those decisions. So she said, hmm, maybe 20% of the time I have made bad decisions. I said, great. How many decisions you have made good? And she said, well, I don't make good decisions. But I said, like, you know, there must be some decisions that you made. They were good. You survived. So she said, yeah, I survived an abusive relationship. I got the job. I completed school. I got the uh, this place. And so she then she started counting some of the decisions that were good decisions. So I said, OK, how many good decisions have you made in life? And she said, I don't know. But yeah, if you start counting all the things that I just don't take them. I then count them because they did not result in a bad consequence. So I said, okay, but then don't disregard them. Tell me how many approximately. So she said, okay, maybe 50 decisions I made that were good. All right. And so then he said, okay, 20% of the time you made bad decisions. 30% of, or 50% of the time, you made good decisions. And the rest of the 30% of the time, the decisions were neutral, not good, not bad. I said, how much time you're spending on the decisions that you made uh, bad decisions? And she you know, she was spending 100% of the time, 100% of the focus on wrong decisions that she made in life. And therefore she was losing all the confidence. So he said, okay, yes, 20% of the time decisions were ba- bad but there was another 80% of the time that they were either good or they were neutral. So if you spend 80% of the time thinking about it, focus that, yes, there is 80% of the chance that you may make good decision. How does that make you feel? She said, that makes me feel confident. That's okay. Instead of telling yourself, I always make bad decision, you can start saying, sometimes I make bad decisions and so uh, but many times I also make good decisions so that mind shift allowed her to feel a little more confident then was the second was more nitty-gritty technique where okay her options were either she stays um, within the area or she moves out of the area to another state where there is warmer weather or so I said, okay, let's make a sheet of paper. You you make a T chart, you know, plus minus T chart. You you take a sheet of paper. You said, what are the benefits if I take option one, and what are the consequences that may happen? So plus minus, and then on the second page you said option two, and again you write down plus minus as you start right and then you put those pages somewhere where you pass regularly. So one time when you write some of the thoughts may come but all the thoughts may not come so next day you're walking by oh this would be the benefit of if i move or if i don't uh, or this can be the consequence of this and so we went over some of the positives and negatives of uh, either option of the decision and the third thing that you can bring in is the concept of 10 10 10. so i was just reading the book 10 10 10 by julie welsh Uh, have you read that um it's it's uh, yeah so she ta- she kind of in her life she came up with uh, this tool when she had to make a big decision and it's been used by a lot of people benefited from that so the question you ask is what would be the consequence or after effect of this decision in 10 minutes 10 months and 10 years so like immediate intermediate and long term so for my patient if she would make a decision about staying in the in the area there was immediate benefit that she didn't have to look for you know her doctors or um, her friend you know her her networks where she can engage in so that was an immediate benefit of staying in the area what would happen in 10 months well i'll be still in the same area where i don't want to stay So then she would start, uh, then she said, I would start feeling uncomfortable. What would happen in 10 years? When 10 years, I would be really unhappy that I didn't make a decision, and then I would make this decision later on in my life. So that really helped her make a decision that she felt confident that although immediately she would have to go through some difficult steps, but in the long run, the decision to move would benefit her and so it allowed her to, doing these three steps allowed her to make a decision that she felt confident so step number one was to shift the mindset from negative I make bad decisions to I also make good decisions based on the information I had this time and then she did positive negative t-chart of each option and then thought about Uh, immediate intermediate and long-term consequence of whichever decision she does and so then at the end she was able to say based on the information i have at this time the best decision is and therefore i choose to so that is what i would recommend that if you guys are going through some decisions and you're finding that it is hard for you to feel confident about it going through this technique may help. So what do you think about that, Matthew? That is interesting, I like it a lot, yeah, it's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. The decision-making is so important. So, yeah, and we are making the decisions all the time. Indeed. <laughs> so on that note, let me say, stay safe and healthy. Till next time, Dr. Rosina, and thank you, Matthew, for joining. Thank you very much, it's been a pleasure.